Jordan, the greatest player of all time. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And this episode is one that I promise you guys has been coming. Uh, for those who've been subscribed to the channel for a while, you know that I did a free giveaway. And so uh, I will be announcing the winners of that giveaway at the end of this video. Now, some suggestions came and I hear them. And so I originally did this giveaway and I said that you have to be subscribed to the channel as well as following uh, the pot, the show's Twitter page. Now, after I announced that, some people did point out that um, how they don't go on Twitter because it can be a toxic place and that they shouldn't be penalized um, as a supporter of the show because they don't have Twitter. And I hear those concerns and I admit I was a little short-sighted in, um, in when I came up with the criteria for this giveaway. Now, luckily, I did say that we would be doing another giveaway at the 500 subscriber mark. And so we're going to be changing the rules to that one a little bit. And I'll be announcing that towards the end of the show. Again, we're going to be in that, we're going to be doing a giveaway every time we double the subscription. So this um, original giveaway was done at 250 subscribers. And in just a week, we have already gotten to about 450 subscribers in that time. I said we would be doing another giveaway at the 500 subscriber mark. So we're not too far away from that. And then after that, we'll be doing another giveaway at the thousand uh, subscriber mark. So you guys do have chances. I will be revising the criteria um, to enter the giveaway because they were right. And I can't remember the user who or the subscriber who pointed out that they shouldn't have been, you know, hats off. Thank you. As I continue to try to grow this platform, it's a learning experience for me. So um, that was something that I admit that I was short sighted on and we will be fixing in further giveaways. But let's get into the content for this video. This video I want to talk about, and I said I was going to be doing in the lead up to the preseason, some um, episodes and just players on this team. And we're going to start off on DeMar DeRozan. And the reason why I want to start off on DeMar is he he's a very divisifying player in the NBA alone and much less fitting into this team. And a lot of the conversation on fit all centers around DeMar DeRozan, what he can and what he can't do. And I figured let's have a let's have an episode. Let's have a conversation about DeMar DeRozan and how he could fit or not fit on this team. Now, I believe personally that the I, I don't have a concern about the fit. And part of the reason why I don't is if you look at DeMar DeRozan's game and how he evolved and changed why he was in San Antonio, he has, to me, gotten to that place of. He is now a veteran who knows how to get his get in where he fits in. Basically, he knows how to adapt his game to the needed situation. Now, he will never be a lockdown. I'm sorry, a knockout three point shooter. That would never be. He took very few threes over the course of the season. So a three point shooter is something that he can never add. But when we look at what DeMar DeRozan does add to this team, he adds ball handling. He adds three point creation for his his teammates. He actually was, I believe, ranked second only behind Giannis in three points created for his 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 teammates. That is something. When you look at DeMar DeRozan, when you look at the makeup of this team, while Patrick Williams isn't a knockout three-point shooter either, you can't leave him open. And then we know Lonzo has improved his three-point shot, shot vastly. Um, we know about Zach Levine and what he can do as a three-point shooter. And then also Vucevic. Vucevic is a, if you leave him open, he can definitely knock down a three. So when you look at like DeMar DeRozan and what he's going to add to this team, Shot creation is the biggest thing of what he's going to do to this team. And I know there have been a few comments on this channel specifically where a couple of subscribers have said, you know, well, 
what does that mean for Lonzo's role? And even though they're both ball dominant or ball handlers, they do it in very different ways. Lonzo is going to be more of the open court, the in transition, whereas DeMar DeRozan is going to be that when you need the game to slow down, when you need to play half court basketball, when we need to play more pick and rolls, he's going to be the player, I think, that is going to be the the primary, not primary, but he's going to be able to handle the ball there. So while uh, Lonzo is going to be handling the ball more times than not. DeMar DeRozan and his ability to add that. And then also, I know we look at things in the in the the concept of just the starters, but when you look at what the bench players are going to be on this team as well, and I expect DeMar to really be out there a lot with the bench players as well, is that he is going to allow Kobe to play off ball. He's going to allow, and you know, Caruso is going to do that too. But I really think that DeMar is there for guidance. He's there for leadership. And let's not forget, I know that, the, that there's a lot of hate on DeMar DeRozan, and I know the Raptors won the title after he left the team. But let's not forget that the Raptors were a dangerous team the whole time he was there. And DeMar DeRozan has at, done nothing but add to his game the whole time he's been in San, in San Antonio. Also, his, his efficiency has grown. Um, and I really do think, like, the questions about DeMar DeRozan, I understand why the questions about his fit are there. I understand it, especially looking at a, a purely analytical mind. But when you combine the ability that he's added to his game to adapt in playing in San Antonio... And we hope, of course, hope that that comes over. We have no reason to believe that that's not going to come over and he's not going to find a way to get his minutes. But also, let's not take away the fact that he is a veteran in this game. And the and fact of the matter is, is that there are not many players of DeMar DeRozan's age who are able to still be as productive as what he has been. And the reason he's been able to be that productive is the fact that his game is adaptable, is the fact that he knows how to get his while in, in the structure and the concept of the offense. And so, yes, we still have a lot to see to see where this offense and how Billy Donovan is going to run this offense specifically. But with everything being all even, we have don't have very many reasons to doubt DeMar DeRozan and what he's going to be able to, to do. And I, the thing is, is that with ESPN, with analysts in general, their job more times than not is to break things down. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of headlines in being positive. So I understand, not that I condone it, not that I agree with it, but I understand why a lot of the conversation around the Bulls, at least initially until they prove, has been negative. But DeMar DeRozan, I really do think when we look at how he's going to be able to fit in with Levine, the fact that he's going to be able, a lot of the the time and the, op- and the chances and the, the times that Levine was had to be ball dominant, we now get to see Zach Levine grow that game of being off ball. And you can't you can't leave Zach Levine open and, and uh, get many chances for a catch-and-shoot opportunity. And now that we have players that can handle, like really every player in our starting lineup can handle the ball. Now, Patrick Williams, we see saw a little bit of that in D-League. That's a completely different competition. But I do think they're going to try that try to grow that that part of Patrick Williams' game as well. DeMar DeRozan is really, while yes, there are players that you can think of that slot better in that three, better into the, into this team. But when you look at it, he's almost the perfect player to have while you're trying to figure out your offense, while you have still a lot of young players that are going to contribute to this team. And he he's kind of the perfect player for that. And so that that's my opinion on the DeMar DeRozan thing. I really do think that DeMar also, him having that chip on his shoulder, him even the way that he speaks about fit, the way he speak, he's spoken about sacrifice so far. I've talked about it before in a video. That spirit of sacrifice being on this team 
is going to make this team reach heights that that a lot of people don't think that they can do. But let's talk about the flip side of that. How could this go wrong? Now, one thing that we haven't talked a lot about, and it's one of those things that you can't really project. Every player has regression at different stages of their career, right? Some players are able, because they're of how they're able to change the game, can really stay productive players well into their 30s. Now, DeMar, while he had a really good scoring season last season, he's had a good pr- productivity season last season. What are the chances that that DeMar DeRozan pro- regresses some this season? And here's my thought on that, is that, yes, it's possible, right? It's possible that it is efficient and as good at times that DeMar DeRozan looked last season, he could just hit hit some big regression just one year after year. But DeMar DeRozan isn't on a super long deal for one. Um, but we would be, I get it, we're all Bulls fans. I'm a huge fan. Like I said, even in what I talk about here, let me make this clear. I think this team is going to be good, and I think DeMar is going to be great for this team. But there is a chance that it may not work. And yes, you know, the fit thing, we talk about sacrifice, but sometimes you can't just fit um a square peg into a round hole. Now, I'm, again, this is me just for the sake of of conversation that there is a chance because of all the critiques and everything that people have pointed out that this may not work. It may not. Now, if it doesn't, if for some reason DeMar DeRozan doesn't work in the starting lineup, he doesn't work next to Zach Levine, there is too much congestion there. There is too much that it just doesn't work. For whatever reason, let's just say it just doesn't work. I really think with the way that this team is built, that they'll be able to figure it out. And I don't know if DeMar DeRozan is going to accept a bench role, but there's that case as well, too. Overall, when it comes to a player like DeMar DeRozan, I trust his ability to to figure it out. And if you can't tell, like I wanted to do the flip side and the devil's advocate argument, but I really my it's my fandom of the Chicago Bulls aside, just looking at the players and looking at the way that they've spoken and looking at the way that this organization and the culture that they're trying to build here, as well as the coaching staff, I don't have very many concerns with it working out. I think this team is going to work out. I think DeMar DeRozan is going to be great for this team as well. Let me know what you guys think about DeMar DeRozan's overall fit and how do you think that the Bulls should handle it if it doesn't. Now, again, I understand as Bulls fans, we think, we hope, and we truly believe that this is all going to work out. So I'm not taking that away because I'm with you there. I believe that as well. But I'm saying if it doesn't, if for some reason Zach and DeMar DeRozan, them starting together does not work, how would you like to see the Bulls react? How would you like to see them rejigger the lineup if for some reason DeMar doesn't work out? Again, this is just a what if scenario. I just want to know what you guys are thinking if it doesn't work out. Not saying that I think that it won't, but let's get into the giveaway. I wanted to talk about that for so so again to like to lay it out on what the giveaway is. I said that at 250 subscribers, I was going to give away uh two pieces of bulls. Well, for two subscribers, they each get to pick a piece of bulls merch uh that is valued at up to $50. So that's the giveaway for this. Um, and thank you for everyone who contributed and added in with the channels grown so much. Then I know when we do the giveaway at 500, it's probably going to be even crazier. Uh, and I'll announce the rules that towards the end of this, once we get there and where my head's going, so we can kind of think it out and work it together. But what I did out of the users who did submit and did follow the criteria and did do it on Twitter again, we'll be updating that next time I did a, just put everyone's name in and kind of did a random, uh, drawing there. So there were two um winners of course in this one the first one james k link and his at is at cold shot 91 so again at cold shot 91 on twitter you uh were a winner in this giveaway 
uh, DM me on Twitter. We'll get the details for you and what piece of Bulls merch that you have selected, and we'll get that out to you. The next winner in the giveaway is Jack is the Truth. And that's at Jack is the truth on Twitter, uh, who had a uh, his guess on the Bulls record. That was the giveaway. It was a guess the Bulls record next season. His his uh, his guess was the Bulls are going to go 65 and 17. First of all, for that alone, like that's just wild that you think that the Bulls can do that. But, you know, more power to you on that. That that is a tall order. If the Bulls do it, you were probably the first to call it. Um, And also uh, James K. Links, his uh, his. Uh, guess on how many wins the Bulls would do would get next year are 48 ga- 48 games and he's he said that he wouldn't be surprised if they went over that but he uh his guess was that they'll win 48 games next season so those are the two winners of the giveaway make sure you DM me on Twitter so we can set up and I can get that merch and your gifts out to you guys so much um that's been it this is another one I wanted to do a quick one I promise that I'll be announcing the winners um today so I wanted to do that make sure you're following uh at Bull Central Pod if you choose to, if you're on Twitter, uh, you can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And then also you can leave us a voicemail and that number. I don't have it memorized yet. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I just recently changed it. So we have one specifically for this channel. It's down in the description. So you can text or call that line if you have any thoughts about the Bulls or you. I'll play it on the podcast. But that is it. This has been another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And like I like to end every show on, go Bulls. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.